something I wanted to share real quick, uh, and that is something I believe is one of the biggest problems in America today, and that is this practice we have of rather than having a, a discussion of issues or even a debate of ideas, it's a shouting down and a, uh, a silencing of opposition. And, and I've been guilty of this myself, and I, and I see this in our political landscape, in our social landscape, and in our entertainment landscape, that this is going on, and it's a dangerous thing, uh, because voices are being silenced, uh, and not, not through, uh, through traditional censorship or things like that, um, though there is some of that going on. What's going on that I think is more dangerous is this whole attitude of silencing your enemy rather than discussing ideas. Uh, the Socratic method has been has been long lost. I don't even know if they teach that in school anymore. This the the whole concept of understanding not just your argument but the opponent's argument, so that you can rationally debate and discuss uh, ideas and things. But instead, we we have this emotionalism going on, and the the whole ideas of of reason and fact have been have been tossed out. And so I'm going to give you some examples of this, and I, I want to try to hit both sides of the aisle. Uh, if possible, um, but uh, just some things that that I've noticed that are are ways or or tactics that have been used to silence people. And we live in a time where people uh, are very sensitive to the whole idea of marginalized people, which I think is great. Uh, being sensitive, being sensitive to marginalized people, um, but we don't help marginalized people by marginalizing other people. That's that's an irrational uh, concept. Um, one of the things that is problematic with this whole thing is this idea of, of if you don't agree with me, I need to do whatever I can to silence your viewpoint. Uh, why would I have that attitude? Well, because I don't have a good argument against your viewpoint. And that right away should make us wake up and go, hey, there's something going on here. There's a problem here. Um, some examples of this. I heard somebody say this the other day that words are violence. Words are violence. And this is a dangerous concept, this idea that words are violence, because here's the thing. Words are not violence. Words might incite violence, but words themselves are not violence. Um, violence is violence. What they're saying when they say words are violence is they say, you hurt my feelings. And it, again, it's emotionalism, and it's a way to silence people. And you, it may not seem like an extreme thing right now, but it, it, if it continues to go this way, this will be the way to silence somebody, to say, your words are, your, you are speaking violent words towards me. You are speaking words that hurt me, and those words need to be silenced. It's the same idea with, uh, to a degree, of this whole concept of hate speech, which is a dangerous thing as well, uh, marking certain things as hate speech. Um, there's a slippery slope. Uh, because, again, it silences people, makes people afraid to share their thoughts and ideas as being labeled a hater um, or being even um, arrested or, or fined for the things they say, which may not be happening in our country right now, but it is happening at, around the world and in our nearby neighbors. So, um, so be careful of that stuff. Um, one of the biggest things that, that I think we've, we've seen in this one is this whole idea of being a racist. Um, that's the big word to pull out to shut people up. You're a racist. Um, for example, uh, the Black Lives Matter movement. All right, the Black Lives Lives Matter movement uh, comes out and is saying things that uh, that are probably many of them need to be said. But uh, 
there's also this strange thing that was going on in the industry that I'm in. I saw more and more people on their websites posting these things like, we support Black Lives Matter. And then they were putting pressure on others, like, why aren't you putting that up there? Why aren't you putting that up there? Uh, and there were others that were saying, like, wait a minute, I've looked at the Black Lives Matter website, one of the, the websites, and said, I saw their manifesto, and I don't agree with some of those things. There's some political things there I just don't agree with, so I cannot support that movement by putting up a thing on my website and right away it's well you're a racist you know you're you're a racist organization well you haven't answered my argument all you've done is called me a name and, and a lot of that's what it comes down to is it's the this strange thing of i'm going to silence you by calling you a name i'm going to marginalize you for marginalizing me by calling you a name it's going to shut you up and it works because people don't want to be called a racist and so they shut their mouths uh, that's a that's a, a big thing there you know here's another one um, I am a white male here's a shocker so some would say I don't have a right to have an opinion on on racism which is a strange thing because um, the color of your skin not allowing you to have a say in something that seems kind of almost racist but uh, but let's take a different a different issue uh, the the abortion issue I've been told as a man, I do not and should not have uh, a say in um, in a women's women's issue. And what a strange thing to and again, it's telling me shut up because we don't have an we don't have a counter to your argument. Uh, we don't want to hear what you have to say because you're a man and you're you should not have a, a right to speak on this issue. Anytime we tell any group of people they don't have a right to speak on an issue, that's a problem. That's a problem. That's the shut-up culture. That's the shut your mouth, I don't have a good argument against you, so I'm going to say something to keep you from speaking. You know, But it's, it's again, it's, it's this strange thing that, that has gone on. Uh, here's one. This, this one's... Um, Colin Kaepernick, right? Colin Kaepernick, he kneels down during a national anthem and the whole bunch of people get all bent out of shape. And they say, this is not an appropriate protest. Not an appropriate protest. I'm like, you know, for me, I'm like, the whole point of protest is not to be, a, is not to say, well, it's a proper a time and a place. I'm not going to disrupt anything to protest. That's, that's not how protests work. Um, you know, and there were people saying he should be fired. He should be fired. Well, that's up to his boss. And if his boss wants to fire him, I think that you know, if, if you're doing that during work hours, mm, yeah, that's a problem. If he's doing it on his own time, well, that's another thing that's going on. Uh, trying to get people fired because they have a different political viewpoint than you. Uh, trying to get famous actors and actresses fired from their job because they support uh, a different political candidate than you do. Uh, that's the shut up culture. We don't want you to speak. We don't want you to have a voice. Uh, be quiet. Uh, so, okay, so Kaepernick, right away, I, I started hearing people say stuff like, uh, Kaepernick, you know, he's a he's a rich, you know, he's a millionaire black man com complaining about uh, equality in America, uh, in, the, in the country that made him wealthy. So what are they saying? They're saying, you're rich, you're wealthy, you have no reason to speak on this. Which is just stupid, because if you have a platform to speak up for people that are downtrodden or that you believe are being, even if you don't agree, if he believes that he's being downtrodden, people that he believes are being hurt, 
if he has the platform, well, good for him to stand up. If you don't agree with it, that's fine. You can you can argue and say, well, I disagree for these reasons. But to start saying, well, he doesn't have a grounds to speak because he's rich, that's just like saying I don't have grounds to speak because I'm a guy. I don't have the right to speak about abortion. Um, I don't have the right to speak about uh, minorities because I'm not a minority. Uh, that kind of thing. And basically what, again, it's saying we don't have an answer for your argument, so we're going to tell you to shut up. Um, and, and it's a dangerous thing because – it, it just keeps it just keeps going. This and again, it's not it's not a liberal thing. It's not a conservative thing. It's just an American cultural thing, and it's dangerous. Uh, start calling people snowflakes. All oh, those snowflakes. Well, no, maybe you should answer their argument with your argument, or answer their questions with your questions. Or maybe here's a crazy idea: with either side, listen to what they're saying. Listen to what they're saying and consider it rather than making it a, your initial reaction to being, I've got to fight, I've got to be anti them because they stand for a different political uh, party than I do. So I have to automatically be ready to be against them. It's promoted by this uh, news media. So therefore, I have to argue with it. I can't just consider it and consider the argument. Listen to their arguments and consider them and hope that they'll listen to yours rather than being saying snowflake. You're dismissing them. You're dismissing them. You're marginalizing them. You're name calling, and it's it's just pathetic. Uh, okay, here's one that might get me in trouble. Might get me banned from friends. Um, here, here's the thing. I hope you understand. Um, I'm not talking about where I stand on these issues. If you want to talk to me about where I stand on these issues, glad to talk about it. What I'm talking about is the way that we're dealing with these issues. The way that we are uh, approaching uh, these things is problematic from both sides. For example, the uh, LGBTQ plus um, movement. All right. If you say anything, anything to to suggest that there is something, uh, that you have a viewpoint contrary to what the current narrative of that uh, movement is, you are labeled a phobe, a homophobe, uh, a transphobe. And what does that mean? A phobe is an a phobia is an irrational fear of something. Again, it's name calling. It's saying we don't like what you're saying. We don't want to bring up an argument, so we're going to call you a name. We're going to put a, a label on you to silence you. You are going to be uh, given a title to dismiss you. And, and rather than saying, "Hey, I want to listen to your comments," I mean, I, I saw this thing recently with. Um, uh, is it J.K. Rowling, the author of the uh, the Harry Potter books, seeing people freaking out because she has been for women's issues, a promoter of feminism, and now she's saying, "Wait a minute, there's something going on with this whole uh, trans. I don't know if you want to call it a movement. I don't know the right terminology, so don't call it that. And if you get mad, just understand. I don't understand the terminology. I'm an old white guy, so." Um, so she apparently made some statements about that issue, and I saw a number of my friends uh, on Facebook like they didn't know what to do. They didn't know what to do because she was their hero. She wrote these books that that general, genuinely impacted their lives, and now what they've been told is if somebody disagrees with you, you have to destroy them. You have to call them names. You have to – uh, destroy their livelihood, and they don't know what to do because they're like, uh, "How can I, how can I 
reject this woman who I've who I've never met, but I love because of what she's done in my life. And yet she has an opinion that's different than mine. And I've been taught to hate her. I've been taught that she's a transphobe rather than saying, you know what? People have different ideas and people have different beliefs. And we're going to be a richer people if we are able to discuss those things, if we're going to be able to share different thoughts and different perspectives rather than just hating and labeling anybody who has a different view on the subject. Uh, let me see if I, I've written down a few of these. Uh, just see if there's any other ones that I wanted to, to bring up. Um, oh, yeah, here's another good one. Uh, being a science denier. You're a science denier. That's Again, it's a title. So someone might say, well, I don't believe that uh, the climate change. Uh, when I was a kid, there was uh, it was going to be an ice age. And then when I was uh, a teenager, it was going to be uh, global warming and acid rain. And now it's climate change, which I think is um, the, the latest term. So uh, what they there's these things that are said. And, and one of those is the science is settled. The science is settled. That is a way to say, I am not going to argue with you. I'm not going to listen to your facts or issues. I'm saying the science is settled because somebody told me that. And, and I, I, you know, the science is settled. If you if you understand science, the science is never settled. That's not how science works. Science isn't just like, oh, the science is settled. No, I'm case in point. Pluto. What is Pluto? The science is settled. Pluto's a planet. Bam, planet. Oh, wait, no, no, Pluto's not a planet. Not a planet. And then now I hear Pluto's not a planet. Pluto's a dwarf planet. So apparently dwarf rabbits aren't actually rabbits. They're dwarf rabbits, which makes them not a rabbit. Uh, what is dwarf have to do with whether it's a planet or not and they can't even make up their mind and so um, that's this terminology stuff but people will say that you're a science denier boom label on your forehead um, why because we're not willing to listen we're not willing to discover we're not really willing to challenge our own belief systems we're not willing to put our own ideas and our own political viewpoints our own religious viewpoints, we're not willing to put them to the test. We're not willing to challenge them. It's easier to believe it, just believe it, than to say, you know, I'm going to research the other side. I want to know the arguments on both sides. I want to understand where my where my uh, my friend is coming from who has a different view than me. I don't have to hate them. I don't have to seek to destroy them. I don't have to put some name on them to marginalize them. I want to understand. I want to I want to understand them so that I can get along with them so that I can have that friendship that's deeper than just oh everybody that I like um, has to like what I like I mean how pathetic is that when we start to say oh I only like people that like what I like I mean what a what an empty existence that's got to be uh, and that's the you know and that's that echo chamber that you keep hearing about um, beware of the echo chamber you know so. Um, you know, again, it's not a conservative or a liberal thing. It's a cultural thing. You know, and, and again, as I've said, we're not going to we're not going to stop the marginally marginalization of of some by marginalizing others. Uh, that doesn't it doesn't work. Um, I've said this plenty of times. So those of you who know me have heard me say this: special treatment breeds resentment. Equal treatment is what we're hoping for. That's what we desire. That's that's 
that should be our desire is, hey, we want to be treated equally. We want American people to be treated equally, not we want we want our group to have special treatment. I want special treatment because all that does is breed resentment. And some of some of us have had a lot of special treatment. Some of you have had a lot of special treatment, and there's a lot of resentment for that. Some of you are, are not willing to examine your own life to say, have I had special treatment? You know, some of you get all bent out of shape and because of words that people use rather than listening and saying, what do they say? What are they actually saying? What are they actually saying? And so, hey, you know, you don't want to be marginalized. So this one guy, really smart guy, he once said, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. We love it when our opponents are silenced, but we hate it when we are. You know, end the name calling. Stop putting labels on people. Examine your own your own way of thinking, be willing, be willing to listen to other people, especially those who disagree with you. Have a good one. God bless.